Okay. And all of the articles had a very general consensus and totally were not confusing and gave me mixed information at all. That's pretty much the, uh, the gist of it, right? Reputable sources is what I'm saying. Reputable. Strictly wow. Reputable sources. That's a big word. Is it a big word? So what now did I say so I just phonetically enhanced. So, uh, you just announced on recording that you steal picks from writers. <laughs> Someone, no, um, you know, no. Hey everyone, welcome back into another episode of Making the Walk podcast. Um, today is, what is it? today is the 18th of March. Um, man, it seems like this year's already kind of flying by. Speaking of which, uh, we did miss your birthday. So happy birthday, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was in Nashville enjoying my time. I'm sorry I couldn't join the podcast. I was, uh, if I would have joined it, it would have just been a bunch of mumbled nonsense anyways. I'm pretty sure the first one I joined was mumbled nonsense anyways. So that was just. Well, thanks for confirming that you actually don't listen to it because we didn't release one last week. So uh, that voice you heard right there was uh, Alex Lee, uh, my brother <laughs> and contributor and non-listener to the podcast. No, so. I listened to it. I thought you dropped it and I just wasn't able to get to the last one. And I thought you just dropped it and I never heard it, but I'm sorry. I usually do listen. I usually do listen. It just pops up on my phone. Now it's like a notification, but you know, you like go on Spotify and then it's like, Oh, there's like that blue dot over the thing. And then what's that blue dot mean? It means someone dropped something new on the podcast and that's usually what I got. But you know, I've noticed that those that's not very accurate though. Cause I'll listen to the most updated one. The blue dot will stay there and it pisses me off. No, like, no, not really. That's never really been an issue with me. But like the thing is, I ha- haven't had work this week. Like these past two weeks have been no work. So I haven't been in my car listening to any music and the podcast, which is when I usually listen to it. Like I only listen to stuff usually when I'm in my car. So there's my excuse for you if I didn't get to it because I just wasn't on music a lot. Just haven't been on the music a lot. Haven't had to drive anywhere. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Then. So, uh, yeah, that that was a weird week for us. Um, I know we tried doing a part one and part two last week. Um, we actually had uh, my roommate come on for a little bit. And mm-hmm. it started out with me not plugging in my microphone. <laughs> I you remember, remember that. <laughs> I couldn't. I We were like, we couldn't hear Mike and we couldn't figure out why. And I just didn't have my microphone plugged in for the first like 30 minutes of recording. And then... We didn't make any picks. And then we tried scrambling to do it on Thursday when you were already in Nashville, like getting drunk. Mike was running around doing God knows what. And I was going to dad's game and it just, it was such a mess. So we decided to just scrap it. And it was, that was such a strange week. Whoosh. Hey guys. So in this part of the recording, Alex kind of gets into a long winded explanation of his spring break that really isn't all that interesting. So we're just going to skip past it. I do want to mention though, that he shot 74 on the front nine of his, at the golf course he was visiting down there. So that's pretty impressive. Anyways, back to the show. Whoosh. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Besides the point. Yeah. It was a weird week. Um, 
golfing was fun to start off, but I think we made it good money and uh, trip saving decision to not go golfing again that trip. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the moral of that story right there. So if you guys haven't noticed yet, uh, Mike is not on this episode yet. Um, he told us to start without him. He is planning a trip to New York. He's flying out tomorrow. Um, if you guys have been listening to previous episodes, uh, he mentioned he's running the New York half marathon um, this weekend. So good for him. Um, we don't know if he's going to be on or not. He said start without him. So maybe he'll jump on later. Um, I'm oh, hoping before. so. I'm I hoping so. My boy one more time before, you know, he goes to NYC and chugs out that marathon. Sorry. Let you go. Keep going. Yeah, but I, I was really looking forward to hearing you guys just converse about random things because when you guys talk in the group chat, it's hilarious. It really is. It's so funny. And um, and then I was just yelling at you guys about, oh, my God, speaking of the devil. Is he here? here? Oh. Oh, connecting audio. We man. were just killing. We were just killing time before you got on, man. Well, you shouldn't have. No, I was kidding. We started. We're recording right now. Uh, the voice you're hearing now is Mike Grosh. Mike, how you doing? We were just talking about your uh, your your marathon coming up, your half marathon. Half. I keep it. Everyone, my boss today, let me turn video on real quick. My boss today is like, everyone wish Mike luck on his marathon. I go half. Like, what's the? <laughs> I will not take credit for that shit. I probably will never do one of those in my life. But, um, yeah, got the last run in today. Leave tomorrow, so ready to get after it. But you know, uh, there's a about a fifty percent chance I shit myself. <laughs> but I, we'll, if I we'll find that, out I next get the next photos. Thursday, yeah, I'll send you a, a Snapchat of the shit running down my leg. <laughs> Jesus, this I makes was, me. Sorry, go ahead. I was telling Becca last night, and uh, Dylan's parents are in town, and are a friend of ours. Sorry. Um, a friend of ours, his parents are in town and, you know, I went over there to hang out for a little bit and I was talking to some of our friends and one of our buddy's girlfriend's fiance um, says, hey, like, when when do you leave? Are, are you excited or whatever? I'm like, yeah, like I, I'm a little more nervous now. You know, I've never run this far before. The farthest I ever ran was on Sunday and then I have to do X amount more the immediate Sunday after whatever. And I had to go like, she's really cool so i was like i'm really afraid i'm gonna shit my pants like that's my biggest fear like my legs can handle it my heart can handle it my head can handle it but i don't know if my like my bowels can handle it (laughs) so she goes would you like me to like grab you something from work she's in the medical field and i was like what like something to plug me up she goes no a diaper you dumbass no i'm good i'm good i i gotta wear like comfy underwear like to run 13 miles like i'm not wearing a diaper why would she have butt plugs at work <laughs> no no like like uh like you take gas and x to plug you up or oh. gas x to like oh. plug you up so you don't you don't have diarrhea you which know, is never my problem it's just like i have to go why don't um, you just shit it all out beforehand just well, eat. so that was the plan so here's the hard part is the logistics I run at 8.45 in the morning. That's when I start. Okay. Okay. I probably have to be up and leave the apartment by 6 a.m. So, like, I don't have time to sit and take a nice, you know, bowel movement 
and get a good meal in and make sure I'm ready to go. Like I literally have to probably have like a bagel or some shit and then go. A bacon, egg and cheese? No, 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 no. You want me to shit myself? I kind of <laughs> do in a weird way. <laughs> well, so then I, I saw the mat for the first time this week too. And um, there's plenty of bathrooms, so we should be okay. Oh, we're golden then. There's like gel stations, which I don't even know what that. I'm assuming it's like the electrolyte gel. I've never tried it. Water stops, like medical tents. There's a there, this kind of concerns me. There's a medical tent in like the within the first mile. Someone someone's gonna like sprain their ankle or tear their ACL within the first mile. I feel like that's like the most treacherous part. Yeah, uh, well, People just completely waves, but it's still going to be like a struggle that first. Yeah, just people getting like in the wave completely yeah. unprepared, like didn't stretch out or something like that. Yeah, that's another thing I'm worried about is like I don't wear my running shoes around like my running shoes are only for running. I don't have anywhere to put like a spare pair of shoes. So when, that's my I'm they overthinking about like what the hell I'm going to wear. They probably like, stayed there, though for like you to like bring extra stuff for right? the marathon not for not for the half to our knowledge yet like we don't know so we're gonna have to find out but honestly the thing i'm overthinking the most is like what the fuck am i gonna wear it's gonna be like 40 degrees when we leave in the morning right i hate running when i'm cold so i, I don't want to wear shorts but it's gonna be 60 by the time we finish so i'm gonna be sweating my ass off like i i might as well i'm thinking about just going sweatpants and long sleeves and taking you're going to be hot as shit and you need to hydrate immediately. But like, I don't want to be cold and stiff in the morning. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to figure this out. I'm packing like seven outfits because I don't, don't know what I'm going to run in yet. Besides my underwear, my socks and a hat and sunglasses that I'm bringing. Like that, that's the only thing for you sure. Should, you should only run in that actually. Underwear, yeah. socks. You know, it might, it might be okay. In New York. And sunglasses. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, let's get into it. How you how you yeah. boys doing today? Doing all right. Fantastic. You missed you missed uh, Alex's golf story that was just fantastic. It was awesome. Um, oh, but you want me to go on my angry angry rant now that I'm here? Not not yet. Hang on. We okay, actually okay. That's we actually have a new uh we we have a Dude, segment. A it's a segment. Spot? We have a segment for you for for you to just like we'll give you five minutes to be like all right, Mike. Here's your segment, buddy. Just go crazy. Go. <laughs> All right. So actually, first, I wanted to play a game. And I know me and Mike have done this for years. And I wanted to kind of bring it onto the podcast. So, Mike, we're going to play Name That State. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So a blank man upset over Canada's mask mandate sends bomb threat to the wrong Ottawa. Uh, wait, wait. He- Blank man, he's mad about Canada. From, like, yeah, from a like state, insert state here. Okay, man, but he's, upset he's not over, from any of the provinces. He's from this United States. Yes, upset over Canada's uh, mask mandate sends bomb threat to the wrong Ottawa. That's got to be like somewhere northern, right? Like if he's close. To I got. I'm gonna have to go south of the Mason-Dixon line, and I'm gonna go Mississippi. Alex. I want to say up north somewhere. Like that's got that's weird, but like I don't know. Like, like some crazy Ohioan. Yeah, or like some <laughs> weird Maine dude or some shit like that. Like who fucking knows? Like <laughs> since it's Ohio, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
uh, I don't know, man. That's weird. Uh, I'm going to throw, I, um, I don't know, Michigan, man. I just like the way it sounds. I just yeah. like Michigan, man. Ohio man upset over Canada's oh, mass. Damn it. I said it too. <laughs> Sends bomb threat to wrong, to wrong Ottawa, Ottawa, Ohio. There's a, I don't even know there's an Ottawa in Ohio. That's probably why that he was pissed. He's like, oh, this can't be happening in my state. <laughs> <laughs> no, dumbass, Ottawa, Ontario. <laughs> All right, so we'll keep uh, we'll keep moving on here. So we, we have some some weird news for you guys. Um, so this fighter in Bellator, Pat Downey, was diagnosed with red skin syndrome that was originally thought to be a flesh eating disease. He's an old wrestler. Did you guys ever? Did you guys see the pictures of his like when he was diagnosed with it? No. So they found it on him after a fight. They found it on him after a fight. And it was like these red splotches. And originally they thought it was some bacteria that he picked up while training or in the Bellator ring that was eating away at his flesh. It turns out to just be red skin syndrome. But I thought that was kind of crazy. Like, can you imagine what, what kind of repercussions that would have if some guy is just developed, like if fighters are just developing a, a disease from fighting that eats away at their flesh. It's absolutely well, insane. It'll happen in wrestling too. Certain things you can get. It's the mats. It's it's not even. It's the mats. You can get anything in jujitsu. You can get anything in wrestling. It's just judo, all that shit. It's so nasty, dude. Well, that's why you gotta clean those fucking mats, like absurd. Well, yeah. you know even if saying? you clean them every single day, you can still get something. Yeah. I mean, how many we clean the mats every single day at Levante, and I probably had every skin disease possible besides herpes that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. I mean, I might, I mean, I get eczema now. That's all I think I have. <laughs> eczema. All right. So, but yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah. So, uh, we've got some new fight announcements coming in. Uh, Chandler V. Ferguson uh, is now okay. added to 274. That's going to be the 7th of May in Phoenix. Um, and then Tai Tuivasa and Stipe Miocic are in the books right now. They're looking at sometime Ooh. in July. I like that one. So do I. Um, I think Stipe is the slight favorite in that. And then well, I would hope so. But and then yeah, Michael Chandler is the favorite against Ferguson. Yeah, I see uh, that too. Those make sense. Those odds make sense to me. At least I think. <sighs> I think Chandler. Oh, sorry, He's been a little bit better fighter than Ferguson right now. Yeah, but, Ferguson's cold. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> we, and I think yeah. t- this is the perfect, like, this is a perfect test me for Ty. Not saying that Derek Luce wasn't, but this is like, this will show if he's like you're, that. Yeah, you're not level. just facing a power guy. You're facing yeah. the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, if he beats, if he beats Stipe, he has, he instantly gets a shot at the belt, whether that's yeah. interim or undisputed. Well, yeah. you know what would be a funny, funny image is tied to Avasa. Over Francis Ngannou's body. No, 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 like you're doing a weigh-in, a weigh-in <laughs> show. Just like look at this is Francis Ngannou is you, right? And then tied to Avasa is the guy she tells you not to worry about. Verbal <laughs> 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 meme. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so I wanted to talk a little bit. Of, we'll, we'll go real quickly over this 274. Um or not 274. What, what was the damn card we just watched? Uh, 273. Three. Was it three? 
Three or two. <laughs> two. Good two seventy two. Great podcasting. Two seventy two. Um, yeah, Mike, yeah. your main card parlay would have hit. I know. I'm not happy about it. But the the odds are like okay, it's a win, and I, I still had a good night betting wise, but it was only like plus four hundred. So we made pretty good money that night. Um, yeah, we all did. I think. Yes. I think the main uh, card the main card saved us because I I was struggling yeah. with that that uh that undercard, but I think the the losses we had were Devontae Smith knockout and Devontae Smith knockout, Ulan Beckoff by decision, and uh, Kenny Njoku's money line. Yeah, those are, I think those are the only three I lost. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look back. but And then some wins for us, Marina Rodriguez's decision, Dustin Jacoby by decision, um, Sergey Spivak's money line. To finish too, Sergey to finish. Spivak to finish. Yeah, we did take Which I know there. you guys love and your wish came true. Absolutely. Yeah. Greg Hardy <laughs> got cut. Not even, not even news. Uh, Kevin Holland by <laughs> no. knockout. Kevin Holland Wait, by knockout. Kevin Holland got a knockout? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, I don't know why I'm not remembering. This um, card. RDA by decision slash knockout. Um, <laughs> by death. <laughs> yeah. And then Colby Cummington by decision. Uh, we're Ooh, all wins. I did not get Bryce Mitchell decision or by sub sub. I took Bryce Mitchell and um, RDA in a uh, – or I'm sorry. I took Bryce Mitchell and Kevin Holland in a boosted parlay. Um, I think that was – what was it? That was uh, that was on DraftKings, I believe. Probably. Um, Speaking of DraftKings, I now have all three of them, all three major sports books, and it is a trap. We can go into that later. We keep going. <laughs> Oh God! All right, so two seventy four successful event again. Um, seventy two. What's that? Two seventy two. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Why did I write and that down? I, I, okay, I have one last thing. I have one, sure. and I, I love Jorge Masvidal, and this is the last thing I'll say about two seventy two. But come on, man. I I'm not a, like I'm a big fan of his antics and stuff, but you got your ass whipped for about twenty four minutes and thirty seconds. Outside of the one left hand you threw, and the, uh, then you want to talk when the whole security comes in. He did the Nate Diaz. He stuck him, and then <laughs> all he had to do was point, and then that would have been Nate Diaz. <laughs> I, we were watching it. And I, this is actually one of the cards that uh, I was glad I stuck around for. And uh, you know, it, it's, um, it, it was you, Lee Andrew, when Masvidal hit him at the left. You go, "Fucking go! Stop looking at him!" <laughs> and like. You're right. I mean, like, he's just got to keep going. He just stopped. He threw one punch, and then he was done. And then he got taken out. <laughs> yeah, he was too busy taking pictures. Um, yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll quickly go over Fight Night 50. Um, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to bet on it? Uh, uh, yeah, it did not do too hot, I'll be honest. I, think I, took, I took it off just because I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't so the only thing that hit for me, I had oh, Sonya Dong. I think I bet on. Yeah, I had Sonya Dong too, but I had Javad Basharat and JJ Aldridge just like together in a little two legger. That one hit for me. Um, and then I had one that missed was Smellsburger by KO. That one <laughs> ruined a lot of parlays for me. I think it ruined a lot of people's stuff. Hey, yeah. Lee, I wanted to ask you because uh, we deleted the footage, but um. O'Malley, how did he do on his manalytics? Um, did he, did he oh, off? I forgot to ask him. I don't think he did very well, though. 
I like this guy. He's bald, but not by choice. <laughs> he got Khalil, he got Khalil Roundtree, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have bet on him too. I, I'm a big Roundtree guy. I like him a lot. He was in the Joanna's uh, Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I think so. And he's also, I don't know what it is about guys just going to Thailand for a long period of time and like living there, but I love it. Every time I see a guy do that, I'm like, I'm rooting for you now. <laughs> I don't know why. It's something about it. It's just so savage down there from what you hear. Yeah. It, so, oh, mm, sorry. I got to say one more thing about that fucking card. Terrence McKinney. <laughs> Terrence fucking McKinney. Oh, my God, dude. That one broke my heart, dude. I love Terrence McKinney. I've loved watching him It was fight. on like two weeks notice, right? Yeah, it was on yeah. two weeks okay. notice. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was piecing the fuck out of Dover at the beginning there. Like he was like getting at him. He was rushing in. He was, he had him on the ground and he was just wailing on him, wailing on him. And I'm like freaking out in this fucking like little Airbnb. That's like a four like apartment thing. And I'm like, fucking kill him. Fucking kill him. Like, let's go. And I'm just freaking out. Cause this was like, it was like the first leg on my parlay. And I'm like, let's go kill him, kill him. And then they get up and they start going at it. And then Dover sticks him. And then just like, Gets him on the ground and he has him only down there for a couple seconds. And I was complaining the entire time about the ref not calling it for McKinney, but calling it for Dover. But I think getting a day off and looking back Cigarette on the fight, Keith Peterson. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't I don't remember who the ref was. I don't know who it was, but getting back in the fight, like thinking about it over again, I mean it was a good stoppage. I just yeah. missed because he didn't stop it for McKinney. And yeah, yeah, you're right. And Dover, uh Lee, do you have any Andrew, do you have anything about Alex Pereira on there? Um, that Bruno Silva's an idiot and couldn't help himself. Yeah, that, and I don't think he's ready for Adesanya at all. No, no, like not, I, no, dis, no disrespect, but like he does not impress me. Um, his striking I, does obviously, but he's like a world-renowned kickboxer. But it doesn't look at the level that Adesanya's is at in MMA. It's it's so hard to tell because like Bruno Silva likes to do he likes to he likes to do exactly really, what he did yeah he likes to just fight really <laughs> dirty ugly fights where adesanya is like he's like an artist right yeah. he's like a he's like a like a like a dancer he, he, yeah he's a style you know, bender he might say he is oh <laughs> who would have thunk um, last one actually <laughs> <in fact. laughs> and, and bruno silva just couldn't help himself with the like he had a clear advantage in wrestling and it's so easy to say because literally every guy in the UFC has an advantage on Alex yeah. Pereira in wrestling, but he his wrestling's he not bad. And if he was patient with it, he could have put him up against the fence and, and really controlled what was happening. And he did it a couple times. It just he couldn't help himself. He likes getting in those brawling exchanges. And when you do yeah. that with a guy like Pereira, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and I, I do. I don't want to take anything away from him because his striking is absolutely how easy he's throwing head kicks. Just whoop, throwing his leg up there. Whoop, it was fast whoop, shit. It's yeah, it's like a jab. Yeah, it's like a jab to him, which <laughs> I'm extremely jealous of because I can barely throw one above someone's waist. But <laughs> like at the same time, like I don't know what it is. It, it wasn't like I don't know. I expected him, and it's probably just because I know where he comes from. I expect him to come in there and put on a fucking one, two, three combo and the fight's over every time. I don't know why, but that, that's a more of a me thing than him. But hey, he called out Cannoneer, but Cannoneer is fighting for the title next. That's not yeah, gonna happen. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. All right. So let me 
let me just kind of get on my high horse here for a second because I oh, went off on this card. Uh, Merzikano, <laughs> I bet Merzikano needed by, it, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, not after UFC uh, 272. Oh, I was thinking of the week yeah. before, the week before oh, that. Needed that. But we don't, we don't talk about that. So. Oh, seven. We don't talk about that. Um, I think that's my record of basketball today. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that either. Um, yeah. March sadness. Uh, okay, so Merzikhanov, uh by decision, that's a win. Cody Brundage, money line, win. Miranda Maverick by submission was plus 500. That hit. Um, my only loss on the night was Jillian Robertson by decision or by submission. Um Alex, you, you took J.J. Aldrich, so good call. I took J.J. Aldrich, yeah. I like J.J. Um, I took Osmond Merzikhanov and Matthew Smellsberger's money lines in a parlay that hit. Um, I took Drew Dober by knockout. Thanks for coming. Um, Khalil Roundtree, money line, Song Yudong, and Marlon Marais uh, in a parlay with uh, Yusuf and, and Kalaev. So Dickie uh, or so Sodic? Uh, not 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 Marais. I'm sorry. I took Song Yudong, Yusuf, and and Kalaev in a parlay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't bet the mid event, but one loss. I, I, yeah, talk I about a snooze fest. Holy yeah. shit! Well, the the we were kind of destined for that, right? Because the card itself was so good. Like that was a pretty entertaining card. That was yeah, like literally up until the mid event. That last one. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it just they didn't want to do anything. So. Uh, they respect each other's power too much. <laughs> I think Felder said that maybe 20 times in the fight. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it does, but at the same time, like... It's the, the Derek Lewis, uh, Francis Ngannou thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was actually, if you look at it, there's a lot more strikes than you thought were thrown. But I, 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 was, I was watching, what, to like the fourth round, I'm like, this might be the first time I've ever seen a Russian guy not try to get a takedown. To be honest with you, I think I was <laughs> – I think by the fourth round, I was on my phone. I was too. And I saw – I looked up. I'm like, oh, my God, they're on the ground. Like, yeah. Okay. Were, yeah. Like, he finally went for a takedown. He could have done that in the first. Yeah. I was at about the third round, and then all of the boys in the house were like, all right, boys, let's get out of here. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it started early, right? Because I watched it after yeah. it was over. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty early. It was pretty early. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, ah, all right, this fucking sucks. And I'm like, they're like, you want to go hit the Barsley? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, I already lost my fucking money. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I am depresso. Let's yeah. go. Exactly. Bar. Let's go to the bar so I can drink my sorrows away of all the money I just lost. <laughs> one last one, dude. I don't know what it is. That body kick while uh, Rontree had Robertson down. So fucking nasty, dude. Oh, my God. I he wish does that all the time. It. I was, holy shit. Like, soccer kicked him right in the yeah. chest. <laughs> he does that shit all the time. He did that on the tough all the time. I know, but it's like, dude, it's so brutal. You already knocked him out, and he's trying to, like, recover, and you just kick him in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's doing the last resort, like, trying to get you in a, in a fucking, uh, what's he called? I forgot the name of it. Not a knee bar. Um, oh, my God, dude. This is great. Ankle. And, ankle pick? Ankle, no, not ankle pick. A toe leg, hold? A leg lock. Le- or toe doing, lock. like, toe hold or leg lock, whatever he was going for. Last resort, and he just turns around and gets kicked in the chest. <laughs> like, 
what the fuck dude? that's a great deterrent though that's a great deterrent <laughs> oh honestly like, I, like i'm out like i'm done with this shit <laughs> you tell me you already like knocked me down with your right or left hand i can't remember exactly and then you know i'm battling that it's probably the last thing you expect wow <laughs> full soccer kick it is i actually laughed a little bit just because like, i never think of that it's pretty ridiculous and also like it's what maybe a foot away from being so incredibly illegal? Yeah, oh yeah, like it's, yeah. It, you, he would have lost the fight if he's like a foot higher. But you know, he's precise. So it's, <laughs> a foot higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, foot literally and <laughs> dead joke. Yeah. Um, okay, those so, the one that Ted used to say. You mean figuratively? No, I mean literally. Encyclopedia. <laughs> Encyclopedia. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, we'll, we'll parlay this into the, our next segment. Uh, it's Mike's Hard Parlay. It's sponsored by some wiping company that has wet wipes for your butt that you can flush, but we won't say it because no. Yeah, goddamn today. So, Mike, you have a rant. Let's hear it, buddy. I don't know. It, I'm not. Okay, so I should be more. I'm not even a Vikings fan, so I don't know why I care so much. I despise Kirk Cousins for some god-awful unknown reason. And the fact that he has robbed the Vikings again. Is, what was it, $35 million guaranteed for one year? Something like that? I, but still, the fact that he is 59 and 59 and two in his career, and he's like, I think, the third or second highest paid quarterback in the league. Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott, I think, are the only quarterbacks that are paid higher than this man. And he's awful. He's god awful. I mean, he made the Pro Bowl this year just because Matt Stafford couldn't go and Aaron Rodgers didn't want to go. And like, God forbid, Jimmy Garoppolo wanted to go. They probably would have taken him over. Like, dude, it's such a fucking joke. I can't stand. I can't stand it. Like, good for him. He got his bag. But the Vikings organization, which, by the way, I have a family friend that works for their marketing division. So I need to call him and have a discussion <laughs> with how they're fumbling the bag. <laughs> what you going to do about it? <laughs> no, no, it, it's more it's more to give him shit because, like, you know, he's a Vikings fan and they had Randy Moss and he was awesome when I was little and, and when we were all little. But anyway, yeah, man, I just – I can't stand it. I can't – and it, I don't even know why I should be mad. A guy got paid. I shouldn't be mad about that. And I'm not even a fan of the team either, like – if Mac Jones got that contract, I'd probably be a little pissed just because he's obviously just finished his rookie year. But Tom Brady, and, and some people are just okay with mediocrity or whatever the fucking word is, but Tom Brady has never been the highest paid player on his team ever. He's the, His wife is the, like the rich, one of the richest women in the world, so he doesn't need the money. But like, take a little – if you really want to be good, you got to take a pay cut somewhere. I mean, look at it. It's just, I don't know. It's just Kirk Cousins. I don't like him. I don't like him. His face. <laughs> Although if I met him, I'd probably like try to be his best friend. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was that was Mike's constipation sponsored by. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, the name of it. Sponsor sponsor us. Um, all right. So let's get into the London card, guys. I'm <sighs> I'm so excited about this. Like this is. For me, this feels like a pay-per-view card that they're just giving away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just free. It's, it's free real estate. 
It's in the O2, baby. Let's go. The last time they were in the O2, I think Darren Till headlined the card, but I, I could be wrong. No, you're right. Um, or was... I'm thinking of when he fought Wonderboy, not Jorge. Did he? The first time the UFC ever did London, I think, was in the O2 when he fought Wonderboy. But I, I obviously could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but either <laughs> way, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but either way, man, I'm. this is going to be it, – it's, it's a card that's just stacked with um, a lot of prospects. It's going to be a banger. Um, and I think I, I think so too. I, I mean, I have actually a lot of I have a lot of decisions on here, but um, yeah, I don't have a lot of like I got a lot of money lines. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy card, like odds wise. Yeah, it is a lot of a lot of heavy favorites. A lot of heavy favorites, and then we have some pickums in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so uh, if you guys are ready, we'll just jump right into the prelims. Um, so. I took the first fight of the night um, as my first prelim. I'm going to pull up, make sure I have the order correct because they flip it on us all the time. Um, Mohamed uh, versus oh, Cody Dirk. they Dirt. switch it? Yeah, they switched that one. Because um, okay, I was Vince, looking at it earlier today. God, they Vince, stop doing this. <laughs> well, Vince, Vince Morales couldn't and, fight. So, and Mike Davis. And Mike Davis. So they had to re- reorder the card. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take, uh, Mokhav by submission slash decision. Um, cause I couldn't figure out which one it's only a minus minus one sixty five to be honest with you. I don't even know if I really want to take this anymore. Now that I'm looking at it and saying it out loud. Yeah, I have, uh, I have him by submission or KO. Cause I don't remember the last time I've seen Durden well, punch anyone. He's more of a ground guy. So, like, I don't really see that happening. I don't see him really throwing strikes up top, and I think this Muhammad guy is better at striking. So I think it's more likely of a chance. Plus, Durden, from his last fight, if I remember correctly, he didn't really have the greatest stamina. So, like, I mean, uh, I think, like, he's out early. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be a knockout. It's going to be a finish. I say it's going to be a finish, by, uh, and Muhammad's going to get the finish. So that's just what I have. Yeah, I think it really does come down to Durden's um, lack of cardio. And you got to give Mokev a lot of credit. He's the youngest fighter on the roster right now. He is, I think he's born in 2002, if I'm not mistaken. 2002. Pretty sure. 21. So, Jesus. Alex, what year were you born? I'm 2000. So, he's a 21. He's an 01. 01. He's an 01. You're 99, are you? No, I'm 2000. Jesus. Fuck. It depends when his birthday is, but he's like an 01, yeah, yeah, yeah. 01, okay. we'll late 2000, maybe. Yeah, yeah I just, I, it's weird to me because my brother's turning 24 this year. He was 98, but that's birthday time. Go ahead. So he's he's a, a Russian-born fighter fighting out of England. Um, he has fan, he does still have fantastic Sambo. Um, he's going to be the longer guy. Um, oh, yeah. But I think the his offensive wrestling is going to do wonders here. And I think – and obviously when you get wrestlers on their backs, they have no idea what to do. We don't like it. It's not natural. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any wrestler that's comfortable in that position. So, um, I I want to say by submission. I always it's have a hard time with that. Too. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, but I I don't I don't know. I also I mean don't like Cody Durden. So. <laughs> what am I? Do you not like Cody Durden? He's a bitch. Mm. Not good enough. But that's okay. 
He's not no. Kirk Cousins. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. so. We don't got to get into it. Um, okay. So, uh, if you guys... Let's see. Oh, fucking see. my phone. I don't know. Okay. Did you, did you put anything on the Corey McKenna fight? I yeah. did. I'm just going to do Corey McKenna by decision. Okay. So I was literally looking for any reason to bet on Corey McKenna. And I couldn't find one. If you have one, try to convince me. She beat your girl, Kay Hansen. And yeah, I, I know. I know. I saw that. I saw that today. I was not yeah. happy when I saw that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, man. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Corey McKenna has faster hands and she's very she has solid takedowns um and i think the only thing that elise reed really offers is her kicks but i think once you start crowding if you can crowd people that kick well um it makes it very difficult for them to lead their offense so that's kind of why i like Corey mckenna by decision i think she'll be able to she you know use the pressure use her hand speed and threaten takedowns minus 115 for decision so not okay not terrible either alex are you frozen or you just Staring at us, smiling. I think he's frozen. He looks like an yeah, idiot. He's he always does. <laughs> oh, oh, and he's Why gone. Okay. Damn. Um. Every time, just as a little side note, every time I log into FanDuel, it logs me into Jason's account, and it's the most annoying thing ever. That's me with DraftKings. Well, it's so I think I I have all I have FanDuel, Barcelona, and DraftKings now. And now, if you fuckers don't answer him, I get all the requests. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it takes like two seconds. It like, doesn't actually bother me. But it is funny. Like last night, he was like, hey, you're, you're the only one that's reliable. Can you place this for me? I'm like, yeah, I got you. Shit. Like, it's not like I'm doing anything or whatever. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. There he is. Idiot. Yeah, sorry. My my connection lagged up. Anyways, yeah, she beat Vanessa Demopoulos in decision <laughs> and Kay Hansen. And that is like that's that's both of our girls that we've been calling out the last two fights. It's like cards that they were in. Okay. So 100 percent it's gonna be my girl right here. Fucking Corey McKenna. She's gonna rock it, baby. That's not we're, not on the, we're not on that fight anymore, Alex. Oh, yeah, whatever. Are you going by the I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I'm doing by sub. I'm doing by sub. Oh, oh. Sub. If she can hang with both of those two girls, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. They're both good on the ground. They're both good in, in, in jiu-jitsu artists. So if they're both good well, on the ground, the Kay Hansen one was a bit of a uh, – some people say that that wasn't right. Some people thought Kay Hansen won that fight. I'd have to watch it again. Either way. Either way, I say I'm going with my girl, Corey McKenna, right now. Okay. Right now. By submission. Hey. Right now. Come on. Right Right now. Come on. Right now. Okay. So I can't let you get close. Nice. Same. Okay, so Tamir Valiev and Jack Shore are going to square off in the next fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Valiev's money line at minus 115. Um, I think this will be a pretty close fight, uh, but I think Valiev's speed and output should help him score points. And I think exact reasoning I have, <laughs> you motherfucker. I got him by decision though. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't sure, um, but I think Shore is slower. He's he's a bit of a longer guy. Um, and he looks to kind of pick apart from the outside. I think it's gonna, it's gonna be one of those classic like you have a slower fighter pace wise who's gonna put more 
damage on versus a guy who just wants to go, go, go and just touch, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, typically the more output fighter has a higher chance in a decision one, I would say. Yeah, yeah, but I okay. I think Jack Shore is like really good wrestler. Like the, the fights that I was watching of his, he has fighting a Russian wrestler. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, you know, Valise, and I understand that. Valise is a very good wrestler too, right? I understand that, and I watched Valise's last fight against Barsolis. I think his name was. Right? I think it was Barsolis, if I'm not mistaken. And I, I don't know. I thought Jack Shore is like. I think every time he takes someone down, he gets even if they get up against a fence, he pulls them away, slams them on the ground. He just has a really, I don't know. I think he has enough. I think Jack Shore might be one of the better wrestlers that he might face. And I think Tamur Balev. Yeah, I mean, and all of his like defeats are by like submission and like or like a ground and pound. Like that's like his thing, like so. Like I think that Jack Shore could make a really good case for an easy for a win here. I don't he I don't think he'll submit him, but I think if he, he can take control most of the time because he's a bigger dude, he's a bigger dude, and bigger dudes do tend to have a little bit sometimes have a better advantage on the ground, uh, especially if you get on top. So like I don't think this is unlikely that Jack Shore can win it. And that being said, I don't think Jack Shore has ever faced someone as good of a striker as Valiev. So. You know, there's that side of it as well, too. Yeah, I think Valiev definitely offers. Alex, you have a money line? Money line? Sure. sure. I was going to take probably his money line. Yeah, because I don't okay. know who's going to win. Like, he's I don't a know. minus, I, he's a minus 105. Of 105. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he'll be in a parlay he's, for the first. He's like, plus 100 on FanDuel if you want to wow. do that. Oh, I might do that then. I might yeah. go to FanDuel there. See, this is why I like having three options now, except I lose yeah. more money because then, you know. <laughs> it's not, I've literally, I, I'm own three on basketball so far, but you know. oh no, um, that's why we Mandel don't. Have a, does usually have a little bit better odds too. That's why we don't have a basketball podcast because it's two Asian guys who played hockey and, <laughs> and a, a guy who's and a wrestler. I'm, I'm like anti basketball. Like, <laughs> but I do like basketball. If you had to build a body not for basketball. You're looking at like the three candidates. Yeah. Or you have Habib and those guys play basketball. And yeah, but they play Dagestani basketball. Yeah. No, that's that's what our practice used to look like uh on Thanksgiving back in high school. We would all weigh in. If you're overweight, you'd have to go cut weight. But if you're close or on weight, you'd go play basketball and it looks like Dagestani basketball. Can you explain? On, like foot floors. Can you explain to people what Dagestani basketball is. So it's actually a medicine ball. It's not a basketball. But we use the real basketball. So Dagestani basketball, as far as my knowledge, uh, from Will Harris, who Lee knows, or Andrew should know, Alex, you might know him. He's like a video guy um, that does a lot of work. He doesn't work for the UFC. He's independent, but he does work with the UFC quite a bit because uh, he covers a lot of their fighters, obviously. Dagestani basketball is – I believe based out of Habib's father's gym in Dagestan, it's their warm up where they play basketball, but it's football mixed with wrestling, mixed with basketball. The floor is basically a wrestling mat, and uh, there's two hoops and they run back and forth. There's no fucking dribbling um, because it's a medicine ball. You can't dribble a medicine ball. And they all they do is like tackle each other, choke each other out. <laughs> Try to make the shots and shit, and like no fouls, pushing each other off. Like it's the least basketball basketball you could ever see. 
ever. And they none of them know how to shoot awesome. for real, obviously. It's funny as fuck. If you look it up on YouTube, you'll see it. It's it's hilarious. It's like how we used to do it in uh, play games in the wrestling room. It's like if you get choked out, you're out for the rest of the game. So you have a bunch of like 13, 14 and like 18 year olds choking each other out in a high school wrestling room. And then you're like out of the game. And it's like they do the same thing with basketball. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. I would that that needs to be streamed now. It's it could be honestly, it should be a professional sport. <laughs> that needs to be streamed now. People need to pick up on that. The problem would never last in that game. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all I know is that Islam's got him in a fucking leg lock for no <laughs> goddamn reason. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, so, we got time today. I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. Um, okay, so I I wanted to throw this bonus pick in. I want to. I'm not going to take this bet because I think um, it definitely can be go the other please, way as a knockout. But Paul Craig, say the name. yes, yeah, submission, Paul Craig, submission, 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 submission. Paul Craig by submission. I mean, the, the funnest part about his fights is when he just pulls it out, out of nowhere. That, that, I literally have it written down in my notes that says, don't bet against Paul Craig. So I'm taking him running on. Fuck it. I said, I've, yeah, I have a fuck it bet too. Paul Craig by submission. I'm glad we're all on the same page for this. This is great. Dude, have you seen his submission rate? It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because no, this other guy. Doing it. Fuck it. Lee, you have to. You bitch. Come on. Do it, dude. Well, the fight starts on Think the feet. It. And Krylov has yeah, dynamite yeah. for hands. Come on. Yeah. Well, hey, so did snipe, Jamal hey, Hill. Hey, That's true. snipe of the century. Come on, snipe of the century. Come on, right now. Snipe of the century. Let's go. Right now. Right, right now. now. Snipe of the century. Right We're going to do it. Now. It's going to happen. We're manifesting this. Paul Craig is going to submit this loser. He's not a loser. That's hey, fucked hey, up. He's, That's fucked he's up. He's kind of mean. Sorry. His country's at war right now. That's fucked up. I'm sorry. He's a Ukrainian guy. That's fucked up. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. So this that's also what I was struggling with because 272, I bet on. I forget her name, but she was a Ukrainian uh, fighter. Mm-hmm. And I bet on her just strictly for that reason. So I'm like, she's fighting for her country. Like, she wants to show out for her country and her family, whatever. I don't know if she even said that, but I imagine she does, as probably every fighter does. But there's a little extra, like, juice in that right now. So I find it very hard to bet against them. But I can't bet against Paul Craig. I have to ride with him. That's why I'm not betting it. I'm, okay. I'm betting Paul Craig. Fuck it. I'm betting Paul Craig submission. Mike, All right. you're a bitch, you. Andrew. Whoa, this is a toxic <laughs> episode. <laughs> it is. All right, I'm hyped. I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> there, I, low key, there are some problems right around five o'clock that I probably should have dealt with. I was like, eh, I gotta go. <laughs> Sounds like my coworkers could deal with that one. Uh, it ain't my problem anymore. Out of just, office, turned on. <laughs> I don't know if you guys wanted to bet the uh, Pavlich. I'm not even going to try saying this guy's name. Uh, uh, Abdur Rakamov? Yeah, I was going to. I was thinking about Pavlich by knockout, but it was also like a minus like 160. Like you would have had yeah. to have bet him in the first round of knockout to make it worth it. It was like a plus 110. Well, the minus 160s aren't bad. Like if you're throwing like a little bit of money, you're still making money. Like uh, if you're still confident about it, I say send it. You're still making a little bit of money and then you can throw that money that you won and add it onto your next part of your bet. I guess. Yeah. Maybe like 
put it in a parlay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was like, meh. I was looking at it, I was like, eh, yeah. No, I, I, didn't, I did look at it, but I didn't want to touch it. Um, so then I we'll, we'll go to the last fight on the prelims. Uh, Mike Grundy and Maquan uh, um, Americani? Americani. Yeah, Americani. So between these two guys, they have 28 pro wins. How many of them are by submission? I'm not a cheating. Lot, I'm not cheating. I know I looked at this earlier not. today. You're cheating right now, Alex. I see you looking at your computer. Nope. nope, not cheating. Not at all. I am not looking anything up on ShareDog. You have five. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, uh, 20. Uh, one. Uh, 15. 19. Five. I was close. You were close. Well, yeah, but, but I guess. Hey, Price is Right. Price is Right rules. Alex wins. Price is Right. It's behind door number one, Trebek. Rest uh, in peace. Behind. Not this the same show. I'm gonna yeah, I, I know, I know. I'm gonna go the fight to end by submission. It's indiscriminate on who wins because if Americani can end the fight early with a submission, if it, if he explodes out in the first round, it's him. Mm-hmm. Once that once it goes past that first round, it's probably gonna be Grundy because Americani's gas tank is terrible. Not that Grundy's is good either. Like it's compared to anyone else, it's pretty bad. Um, but compared to Americani, he's he's a Olympics, you know, like marathon runner. Um, okay, but my, my question gosh. is, is it going to be the case of like, you know how like some knockout artists, like if they're both knockout artists, like if they're good on the ground, they'll go on the ground. Is that is that the case? Like opposite of this one, you think they'll stand on the feet at all? Yeah, just I was trying thinking about that. They're afraid too. of them. So they're afraid of their each other's like. Like they might mission. just have a kickboxing fight because they don't want to go to the ground. Yeah, but also. Uh, I I see what you're saying, but when you kind of flip it on its head too, and you get two guys that are going to like two guys that are knockout artists, they don't go to the ground either. Like they, they don't decide, Oh, let's just wrestle each other. Yeah. They just, they stand, there really? and do they just stand there and stare at each other, which is still on the feet where. Yeah. So my guess is that one of them is going to try to take advantage of it. And I, I think it speaks volumes if you submit a guy who's a deadly guy on the ground. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I would think that this fight would end in a submission one way or another. And it's plus two. It's plus two fifty. That's actually really good. I'm for it. It's better than me fucking taking a Mirror County money line. I think it's yeah. I think that that one has some risk to it, um, just because I I honestly have no idea who would win this. Um, so I was. Found out. Just looking at odds, I thought this one was very intriguing. That's like a sneaky little two and a half to one. Yeah. Under two and a half. No, okay. <laughs> That's not bad either. I I'm think full. that was plus odds too. Was um, it? Yeah. I think oh, so. But I think it was only like plus one like 30 or something like that. Whatever it was. Let's see. All right. So uh, that'll round out the uh, prelim picks. Um, we'll go on to the main card. Uh, so it's going to start with Ilya Tapura and Jai Herbert. I'm going to go. Let's go. Let's get real crazy. All right, we're going to go Ilya Tapura with a finish in the first round for plus one ten. I just got him sub so plus one twenty five. How does yeah, him? But... How does him by submission better odds than him winning in the I, first I, round? I don't fucking know. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I'm a little nervous about this fight only because he's going up in weight 
and it's a short notice for Ilya. But he's so good. I know he's good, but this Jai Herbert guy's got like tried to fight Patty, nine okay. inches on him, dude. Like he's got a huge reach advantage and height advantage. I'm it pretty just, sure. It's just more limb. It's just more limb for him to grab onto. Yeah, I guess I'm just saying. Like he's going up in weight first time, or this is first time going up in weight, right? And I mean, he has to face no. a guy like that. No. I don't think. I think he's fighting out of because he struggled making weight at 145, and. He's fought in the lightweight. I think he's going to try and fight in both divisions, I believe. Okay. Um, but I, my argument for this is that Tapuria has dominated fighters early in his career in so many different ways. I mean, you think about his Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills, Bron, um showcase against Yusuf Zalal, um, mm-hmm. his boxing against Damon Jackson, and a, a mix of those things against his in his win against Ryan Hall. Um. And I think he's just – it's his fight to lose. The only – like you said, the only thing I'm really concerned about is that Herbert is a big 155-er. But Herbert's lost his fair share to guys that have much less skill than Tapuria. Yeah. So if him being big was that big of an advantage before against guys with less talent, you know, I'm not – I'm still not worried about it. it I, I guess it would be – the main concern would just be how much bigger, I guess. He lost okay. to Lacano. I didn't know that. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, Herbert's so had some. He, Herbert's had some tough matchups. Yeah, well, I didn't recognize Lacano uh, because it's uh, Canario, or how, how, how I don't know how to say it correctly. Yeah, Canero, Canero. Yeah. I don't Canato, know. Canero. Um. Yeah, I, I really think it is Tapar's fight to lose. Uh, Alex, do you, I mean, were you thinking of her? Were you thinking of betting Herbert? No, I wasn't thinking about Herbert. I'm just playing trying to be the devil's advocate. Devil's yeah, advocate. Devil's advocate. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I like. I was honestly, I didn't see any odds that were great in this, so I just didn't want to like really touch it. I might throw like in Ilya Topura like by knockout or submission or something like that. Like, um, and because I don't see any like stats on this Jai Herbert's like takedown, so like on this on the UFC website. It says he has no takedowns per minute and like some weird shit. So it might be a glitch, but uh, well I took I was thinking about taking him uh to put a uh double chance, but it's like minus two ninety odds for a KO submission. Oh yeah double I think chance. he's I think he's a minus five fifty if I'm yeah he's a he's a heavy favorite. Yeah. Just on minus five sixty on FanDuel. Yeah that's why I didn't want to touch this fight. I'm just going area. sub because it's it's decent odds, 125. Okay. Um, all right, so next fight, Molly McCann, and uh, I think she's going to beat uh, Luana Carolina, so I'm going to take McCann by decision at plus 110. Um, Carolina is definitely the larger fighter, but she's definitely, um, while stronger, she definitely fights with much less pace than Molly McCann. Uh, and I think McCann should – just out volume Carolina on the scorecards, um, even though she's probably going to make it a little bit interesting as she usually does. Like you remember that fight against Kim, she was in trouble a lot in that fight, <laughs> and she she just pulled it out with just a lot of volume, and um, she can just that 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 woman can just eat. she can eat she eats like damage. Eats. No, it doesn't eat that much. <laughs> 
No, I'm with you on that. I also had my weekend as a, um, by decision win. Uh, just a straight money line. Just doesn't it doesn't really make sense. It's only minus one. It's minus one forty. Um, I was just going to get my McCann as well. That's kind of where I had it, just by decision. Good money on that one. Wait, so um, you're comfortable betting a once a minus one sixty, but you're not comfortable betting a minus one forty? Huh? You said minus one sixty for that one guy's knockout was okay. You're okay with that. But you're not okay with my McCann decision. I'm not saying that it's not, but I'm saying there's a better chance that she's gonna get decision. Like I don't know if this it's it's a minus one sixty for a heavy you know what? Fuck you. I you know what? Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Jesus. Numbers don't make sense. I don't understand. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm doing, yeah. I was doing my Steven Burl there. Just... No, I don't know. I just I think you just have better odds of getting the decision. I mean, Mom Ken's a big decision person. Well, yeah. It seems like on our on our record. So plus one fifteen for so. me. Yeah, I got it at see. plus one ten. So. See, I I wrote their names and I wrote question mark because I want to see what you guys said. <laughs> Oh, he's a backpacker. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Because no. like sometimes I don't remember things. Like, I don't remember. I remember Molly McCain, but I don't remember the movie in Carolina. I'm just going to say her last name because English is not my strong suit. Luana. Luana. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. They both have wins over Keshwaya, but, you know, MMA math. And well, no, the one that was throwing me off is uh Lipsky. Mm. They both fought Lipsky, McCann beat her, Carolina lost to her, but MMA Matt, you know how that goes. Of course, we want to say we are an anti cashware podcast, so anti Oh, wait, we didn't say that last week because <laughs> so yes, yeah, so anti cashware. Like, again, we have to say it every week. <laughs> Get it uh, the folk out of the UFC, yeah. So, meatball by decision. Um. I just wanted to say what that. What a fucking name, dude. <laughs> I love it. All right, so for the fight that I'm very much looking forward to, I don't know how I don't know if you guys are as much. Uh Patty Pimblett, I think he's going to beat Rodrigo Vargas by submission, plus 180. Yes. Yes, Patty, submission. The fatty. The body. <laughs> okay, don't do that. What? Oh, I wonder if he's finally in shape again. Oh yeah, have you ever no, seen Alex? Have you ever seen the pictures of him when he eats after a fight? He just like, pigs out, right? Oh, he eats so like he gets like For a like gut. six months. Like he'll never take a shirt and not his fight. <laughs> he gets he gets like this gut, and then like, yeah, the fatty and the baddie. Yeah, and then like two two months out from the fight, he's shredded again. If only, right? Makes no sense. If only, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, he's got a ball. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to touch this one. I, I can definitely understand why you wouldn't want to. Um, but Vargas he's is in the main card part of the day. Yeah. Because um, if Vargas can knock him out at any moment, and I think with Pimblet's striking defense that we saw last fight, that's he's got definitely. a chin too. He does, but it's definitely a possibility that he gets slept. Yeah. At some point in his career, he's going to get into a lot of trouble with that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that <laughs> I, th- I think Pimblet should survive the early onslaught and grind Vargas out. Um, but and Vargas's gas tank, too, is not very good. Um, so I think once that early flurry ends, that's where Pimblet can really start to impose his will and take the fight to the ground and eventually find the neck. Be my mm-hmm. guess. 
Dude, I know he's only had one fight in the UFC, but on UFC.com, look at his strikes landed per minute. <laughs> What's it at? It's like 10.6. <laughs> and his absorbs is 5.6. But still, like, that's the one fight, and it was a crazy fight. As I just thought it was funny. Alex, what are you what are you thinking? I think I had I think Patty's gonna win. I mean, I was gonna do a double chance and just maybe like I, I think it was like close to minus one hundred on the double chance and put it in a parlay or something. Um but I also have a submission too. I think yeah, I, I don't know. Vargas is a dangerous opponent up tops, just like you said, and I, I the, the ground game looks real nice for Patty over here. And we get to see a new side of him. Yeah, it, it, that was not on display in the last fight. No. <laughs> I remember we were watching that at Steve's house, if I remember correctly. It was half the fight was us going like, yeah. And the other half was like, what are you like, doing? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, that worked. <laughs> God, it paid off. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next fight, Dan Hooker. And our Arnold Allen, uh, I'm going to take Hooker's money line at minus 105. Is it Gunner next? Is no, it? that one already. We skipped over that against Sato, Takashi Sato. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to. That's that before one. the Patty fight. Uh, Gunner by submission? I saw that too, but the, I saw that the odds weren't very good. I mean, you could, if you want to say another fuck it bet, you could do Sato by knockout. Man's got some power in those hands. He does. Uh, Not not a bet. Might be a little sneaky one, but I don't know. Gunner. Which which one would you go with then? I would do Gunner's submission and throw it in a parlay. But I'm just saying, Sato does have power. He has that one punch power. So, like, it's not like out of the question to throw it in there if you want to. Just a sneaky little, like, you know, a little. A little sprinkle on it, and then you're good to go. I don't know why I did like this motion when I said sprinkle. That's Ugh. yeah, gross, right? <laughs> I have a sprinkle. buddy that whenever he eats fries, he does this to get the salt off his fingers. Oh my god! Every every it'll take a one fry every time. One fry Let's every just, time. Like so little, just eat all your fries, lick your then fingers, salt. and then wipe them. Or you just you know just give it a quick like. Yeah, just a nice little ooh, ooh, with a little two hand one. Welcome to ASMR. This is the sound of us eating French fries and then getting the salt off our hands. Let's see. <laughs> God, uh, those ASMR food eating makes me want to fucking punch people. Like, I hate the noise of food getting crunched. I don't know what it is. Just I don't get it. it. It's creepy. I don't get that. I don't get that either. Like, who watches people eat their food? Unless they're doing it like messily like fucking weirdos out there like what to mention people that pay for farts in a jar okay you're worried about a little food there's some okay fuck people those are here. two different extremes like but, <laughs> they're both disgusting i'll admit but like there's one, the one how did that come out why are we talking about farting in a jar like that's like some weird ego streamer shit like fuck that i don't give a fuck about that like i'm talking about asmr fucking people watching it who watch it and go like oh yeah that's cool let me just i bet you can find the asmr the farting in the jar too i don't know <laughs> there's a streamer there's a streamer her name is fucking uh amaranth and she's like really popular she does asmr streams and i've seen it on like these fucking like youtube reddit fails and it's just like her licking the mic and like if i had if you have your headphones in it comes in on it's one gross. side of the headphones you're like 
oh, like, oh, God. Like, who wants to listen to their lick being, like, their ear being? I know what Alex does on Saturdays. (laughs) So, no. Any ASMR is awful. I find it funny that the uh, the name for the eating food ASMR is called uh, mukbang. Mukbang? Mukbang. It's mukbang. It's muk. It's, it's muk- spelled mukbang, which is funny. That's hot. Did you muk-bang. say that's hot, dude? <laughs> Who did? Mike, did you just say that's hot, dude? No, it said. What did I say? Uh oh. No, it's how Mike's- I say it. How Mike's- I say oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Mike's caught in a lie. He's just scrambling <laughs> right now. <laughs> mukbang. That's how I say it. That's what I said. Oh, how I say it. Yeah, okay. Oh, so how Mike- you say. As I say, that, that's, that's Mike, the one I was Mike's thinking. into chicks eating food and farting in jars. You heard it's it here first. That's a water. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. And it's my private life. So I had a date, you know, a couple of days ago. Where is this? Um, where is this going? And, and no, no, no. Nothing. It was nice time. But we had eight. We ate, right? We had dinner. Let's just say I was impressed. <laughs> We're good to go. Oh, did she mukbang the food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. A good grapefruit technique. Oh, it's. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> gawk gawk knuckle buster three thousand. Oh my god! All right, we're gonna oh, knuckle buster. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! This got derailed too quick. No, this took no. A what's, turn. The, what's the one? What's the one from? Uh, it, it's from a, t- a Netflix show. I'm gonna uh, knuckle shuff your piss pump. What the fuck? What show is that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. What the fuck? It's are from you Big buying? Mouth. It's from Big uh, Mouth. Oh, okay. That sounds. I'm that gonna sounds knuckle right. shuffle your piss pump. I was like, "What the fuck?" I started laughing. <laughs> it woke me up, dude. How many? Like Big that Mouth show. Is yeah, first and second season, they were like, okay, this is like funny. It just gets and crazy like, and crazy. It just gets raunchy and crazy. And I'm like, all right, these are middle schoolers. Like, can we calm the fuck yeah. down? Well, like, it's, right, like, it's uh, like he says in the end of the first season, it's animated. We might be able to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Touch yourself, Andrew. Oh my god. Oh, uh, come on. It's from the show. I know. The show. But it's like, the horror monster. The it works horror. even better because your name is Andrew. <laughs> I'm like incredibly disturbed by that you just said that. You did a really good horror monster, Mike. I liked your horror monster. Thank you. This is just completely fall- this podcast uh, is just uh, falling yeah, apart. We what were we talking fighting. about? Gunner so- Nelson knockout. <laughs> Sato, or not Nelson. Sorry. Sato is gonna get is knocking out Gunner Nelson. That's what we're talking about. All right, you heard it here first. Alex is gonna take Sato by knockout. No, no. <laughs> oh, so you have no confidence in it. You just say things. Fuck. No, he actually does have good power. I'm just no, saying it's a bet you could definitely sprinkle. Like and it, it wouldn't like it wouldn't be the end of the world. Like it, it could it could happen. Dude, why do these teams keep losing? Holy fuck. Yeah, focus, Mike. Focus. Who just lost? Can I focus when Creighton is losing, Indiana's losing, and Kentucky's losing? Wow. Well, it, Kentucky's, Kentucky's the only really surprising one. No, no, because they've they've had some really bad games. Yeah, but St. Mary's is beating Indiana seventy to thirty-nine. I took St. Mary's, <laughs> so sorry. Um, okay. All right. All right. So Dan Hooker, Arnold Allen. Good save. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm honestly. I'm going to go double chance on Allen here. Several points. I don't know why. I don't 
It's I I know he's fought at 145 before, but I don't like it. I'm talking about Dan Hooker. I don't yeah. like it. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I tried to look up how long it's been since he last fought at 145, but I don't like it. I for it's something in my head is like, dude, you're probably so you your body's so used to 155. You're gonna go ahead and do another 10. And I've said it before on this podcast. He probably he walks around at like 190. He's huge. Yeah, he's know. a lengthy dude. But he's so much bigger than Allen, too. Like he's six feet tall. Allen's my height. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna uh, go with that they both are so so Dan Hooker starts slow. And I yeah. think the one thing that's gonna save him is that Allen just fights kind of a slower pace himself. Um, he's very patient. He'll look to kind of pick his spots while Hooker's very volume centric, I guess would be the word. I think his best his best fight was that Poirier fight. Yeah. He lost, but I think he showed everyone how good he really is. Um, and just that volume and and he's um He's just such a clean striker who has a length advantage in just about everyone. Um, and and I think when Allen needs to fight slow, he needs that's when you fight slow, you kind of have to sit on the outside. Well, what's outside Dan Hooker that you can that you can throw? Right, Dan Hooker is going to be able to touch you before you get him close. Yeah, we said the same thing about Chandler though. Yeah, and Chandler fucked him up. But well, also in the Chandler, first round so. before he got going. I picked Chandler, so. But then you're contradicting yourself. Well, because Chandler was well, that much better of a wrestler. That Chandler has out, some fucking bombs in his hands. I don't know. I don't know if Arnold has that. I'm, I'm more depending on him using his wrestling. Yeah, but I think um, if one gym is very good at training kickboxers to not have that issue? City yeah, make a good point. I mean, they've I've said that so many times before too about city kickboxing fighters. <laughs> they Stop really trying do. to convince me. <laughs> they really do such a good job, and they I think do. after they the do. feeling out, but I, I really, I, after the feeling out round, I don't want to take anything away from Arnold Allen because he has ascended the that one forty five ladder very steadily, slowly at times, but it's been steady. He's gotten better with every fight. And I would I would expect kind of a coin flip after the first round. Yeah. So I think it's, if Dan, not, oh, it's only a three rounder, right? Yeah. But I think okay. I think if Dan Hooker can really if he can win that first round, um, because Allen's such a slow fighter and Dan Hooker he does start slow, but I think if he kind of realizes that he can steal the first round, you know, he's already got one in the books. Now he's he's just gotta get one more. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like like I know he starts slow, but I'm not saying he's going to. But and I'm obviously not Eugene Behrman either. But what, I feel like you would want him to come out a little more fucking ready to go in that first round because I, I, the last what four or five that that strategy just does not work. But we he could stick to the same game plan or had the same tendency too. I don't know. I mean, also just like Hooker's um, output. Yeah. In this, um, you know, I think a, 
recently I think we've seen a lot of this is the the fighter that has put done a good job of outpacing the other fighter and winning fights. I think the only one that we've seen recently that didn't go that way was um, uh, Priscilla Cachoeira's fight with Kim. Yeah. Which we all disagree on. Anti, Anti-Cachoeira podcast. And not just because we don't like her, but because we think she lost. <laughs> I definitely think she lost that fight, but we don't got to talk about that shit. Yeah, so no, that that's was a month ago. Totally separate thing. Um, yeah. So, Alex, do you do you have a pick on this one? or I had Arnold Allen. Um, I think that, I mean, he's just, like you said, I think he's just a better wrestler. He's better on the ground. I mean, sure, like, he's part of City, Dan Hooker's part of City Kickboxing, and, you know, I mean, those guys do a really good job, but I mean, Arnold Allen's like, I mean, I don't think I've seen a lot of like really great wrestling from Hooker defensively or like offensively. Well, I mean, he got dominated by Islam, but that's a whole nother level. Of that's, wrestling. yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's a different thing. Everyone does. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, I, but that's my point. Yeah, you, know, like, like, you don't, you don't, I don't ever really seen him wrestle. If, if Allen sticks to his game and keeps him on the ground and keeps him like, and keeps taking him down. I don't see that not happening. Like, yeah. I just don't see him just now. Well, let's happen. note, too, that this is a bigger step up in competition for Allen than it is for Hooker. But at 145, that's it. That's what I think that might bother me more than the t- extra 10 pounds, just the fact that, like, 155 wasn't working and he wants to tra- change something up. It could be for the better, but I don't know. In my head, normally, in wrestling, if you drop in a weight class in the middle of the season, it's either because it's mostly because you think you have a better chance there or you shed a couple of extra pounds so you can make it anyway. But it's for me personally, it was always a desperation move. It's like, oh, I, I won't be able to beat the guy on varsity at this weight. Let's, let me cut down. I'll be bigger and stronger than all those guys. But then it doesn't always work like that. So that, that's just my mindset. I could be wrong. I, he could prove me wrong. And I yeah, love Dan and- Hicker too. Like it'd be really cool to see him get back on track. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Arnold Allen's gonna win. <laughs> All right. So, also, so we're in disagreement on this. So we'll yeah. we'll see Saturday. I'm that, I think it'll be a good one though. I'm gonna miss a lot of this card too, and I'm not gonna be happy about it. When's it when does it start actually? Because they're gonna be on England time. Yeah, it's uh I'm looking right now. All right, while uh, you do that, we'll we'll talk about the main event. Ahead. Um, so Tom Aspinall against Alexander Volkov. I'm gonna main take card Aspinall. starts at three. Prelims start at noon. Prelims Ooh. at noon. Main card at three. Ooh. Central. Um, I love the I love the midday cards. I don't know why. I just love them. And I'll be able to watch the NCAA championships Saturday night for Division One wrestling. There you go. Which nobody else cares about but me. But I understand why. And Augie. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Tom Aspinall and Alexander Volkov is the main event. Um, I'm going to take Aspinall's money line at minus 125. Yeah. I uh, was thinking taking double chance. KO sub just because I know his wrestling is really good. For, honestly, Aspinall's wrestling imp- impresses me the most out of his entire game. I don't know why. It's But, yeah, I think he's going to win. Regardless. I mean, he, he grew up. He grew up training BJJ. Okay, sorry. I shouldn't say wrestling, like grappling. <laughs> I mean, he puts Bisping's kid to shame out there. But he's also a grown man against Bisping's kid. Bisping kid has like 60 pounds less 
the ways I can see it, It's very deceiving how big Tom Aspinall is. He's not very tall. No, he's but just, like Foco's also like six eight. Yeah, but Aspinall's kind of built like a it's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, he's six five and he's just wide. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, Alex, what were you thinking on this? Um I don't know because I'm if I'm not mistaken, Volkov is very gross on, on the feet. Uh and that just worries me a little bit. Um this kind of seems I mean, I know like Espinal is the favorite. It still kind of seems to me almost it's a close favorite though. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like a pick them to me a little bit. Um, but yeah, Espinal does have better ground game for sure. I mean, like that's, that's not that's even that's why I think he's gonna use it. Yeah, and, and that's he not that's to. not a question. But like uh I don't know, man. I, I think Volkov is really good on the feet. I mean, he he's he's proven that in most of his fights that I've seen him uh I've seen in him him in and I think that the output would just it might fuck him up, but I don't know. I, I don't really have anyone for this fight. I wanted to stay does have a high output too. So I don't I don't I didn't really want to, both I don't really want to touch this one. Yeah. I was a little nervous about this one. So um I think Volkov is slightly out outpaces Aspinall um in his like official stat book. Um but I want to say that you know Volkov does enjoy usually a reach advantage on a lot of guys, mm-hmm. but his reach advantage against Aspinall is only two inches. Yeah. So that's Aspinall is a fucking gorilla, dude. Yeah, he's a knuckle dragger. Um, yeah. So, you know, With Neanderthal I, DNA right Neanderthal. there. <laughs> and I think he's got that um, shit too. He looks like a straight up caveman. He does. He does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Volkov at times is a bit slow and awkward with his movement. Like sometimes mm-hmm. he turns into a bit of a statue and he gets really, because he's, like you said, he's six, what, six, eight, six, seven? Six, seven. Six, seven. That's what happened against Derek Lewis, right? He just yeah, he got gets a little slow. He gets a little awkward and stuck in the mud a little bit. Um, and I think the one thing that people have said about Tom Aspinall is his footwork. Mm-hmm. So elusive. I have heard six, that. Yeah. What six three? But he, they say he moves. Six, five. Like, yeah, he's six five, but they say he moves like a one fifty, like a one fifty five. Yeah, and that's concerning. If he can just dance <laughs> his way around Volkov, and kind of pressure him from different angles because also Volkov struggles when people get inside his range. Um, mm-hmm. When people get inside that reach, uh, you know, he starts pressuring. He doesn't really look to counter. He just starts kind of covering up. Um, and his, like I said, his boxing and footwork, I think can get him into that range where I think he'll be able to control the fight. And if he wants to threaten those takedowns, I think that'll add another dimension that Volkov just doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, more well-rounded, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think Volkov just got some big power in those hands, and he's just a scary, or in his hands and his legs, and I think he's just a scary dude. I don't, I don't really want to fucking bet against him to be honest. He does. I mean, like his most recent losses are against Cyril Gan and Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis. Like, I mean, those are some pretty like. But that's the the one thing concerning about that Curtis Blades loss is that. Aspinall is a good wrestler too. All Blades does is wrestle. Yeah, Curtis Blades did yeah. 14 times. Jesus. Well, I've always said taking down a tall guy is easier. Yeah, you got more leg to grab on too. Yeah, yeah. You can't can't grab all that all that leg down there. <laughs> Sorry, can't defend all that leg. 
thought there was a spider in my room for a second. I was about to get off the podcast. He's about to <laughs> scream like a little girl. Yeah. I killed one earlier. They're fucking back, man. There's a lot of them over here. I'll tell you. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. That's just it's just nerve wracking to think to think about. Like, I, you know, I mean, he's still. Yeah, I think Volkov still has a lot of power. And if he catches him with a couple big ones, a I think sick nickname, too. What is Drago? It? Drago. Drago yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of does look like Drago, <laughs> but not does not have the same body as him at all. Yeah, he does. He does. But yeah. He's got that big Stingray tattoo now, too, right? Yeah. It looks yeah. weird. Yeah, it's not the best. Um, all right. So that's going to round out the uh, UFC London mm. card. Um, Real quick, it? another fight announcement. I don't know if you saw uh, Rose Namajunas, Carlos Barza rematch. Yeah, May 7th. Let's fucking go. Hang on, Mike. Um, we do have another segment. Mike's okay. Hard Parlay. Sponsor us, Mike's Hard. Uh, the, the main card parlay? Yeah, the Mike's Hard main card. Ooh, sponsor Ooh, us. Like <laughs> Mike's Hard main card. Well, so since there's so many fights on this one, it's actually – I did it earlier, but I didn't write it down. Give me a sec. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't no. write it down because I didn't know which one I was going to do. It's going to give me Jason's account again. I swear to God, it did. I'm just going to use his. I'm not going to yeah. place anything. Um, let's see. May. He's probably getting like I don't know about your guys, but my Fanduel every time I log in, it sends me an email. Yes, and Very I'm annoying. pretty sure Jason gets like ten emails a day from his Fanduel <laughs> account. And it's it's me, <laughs> and I just keep doing it too. It's on complete accident. His fucking email is not even in there. Uh, all right, let me get this first. All right, well, we're gonna sorry. go. Go ahead. I scrolled too far. Tupura. And these are all money line. McCann. Gunnar Nelson. Patty Pimblett. Oh. You did say Arnold Allen. Yeah, I know. I know. But that's not what I had earlier. Did I talk you out of it? No, I was thinking about putting Dan Hooker in there just because it helps the odds. And I need an underdog because I can't just pick all favorites. Uh, I am going to pick all favorites, so. Uh, so, yeah, Patty Pimblett, Arnold Allen, Tom Aspinall, six fights, $10 to win. 88. 88, yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's all favorites, for but a lot of the ones on the main card are heavy favorites. Plus 880 for a six-legger. Uh, it's not great, but it's not bad. Um, it's better than the one that would have won two weeks ago. It's like 500. Or 400, something like that. Yeah. So that was Mike's hard main card. Sponsor hey. us. Um, okay, so before we go, I do want to ask you guys a question because we didn't get to air one of the questions from last week, but it's not the same one. It's not the same okay, one. Okay, thank God. Are there more blades of grass or strands of hair in the world? Fuck you. Blades of grass, not even close. Mike. How many people are there in the world? Seven billion. Seven billion. But it's not just people. And probably half of them are bald. But it's not just people. I'm talking animals, uh, too. I'm going to go hair. Because, like, I, I, at first I was like, blades of grass, not close. Like, there's what? Like, you think about, like, our house um, that I live in right now. There's 
five of us living here and we have a whole backyard, we have a whole front yard and there's a field across from us like that easily outnumbers. But then, you know, we have, we have the dog too, I guess. But like, I was thinking about it too. What about cities where there's like no grass? It's just all people. Yeah, dogs, there's no goddamn cats. grass in downtown Chicago. Yeah, but that's such a small minority. Like, as, yes, Chicago is yeah. a huge Compared state. To the like rest this, of Illinois is grass. Of Montana. Yeah. The, is it grass have... though? It's all crops. Cramps. God damn it, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't one of these every week, right? Yeah. So what surrounds the crops? No, so what surrounds the crops? That's just a small more crops exactly. No, it's so, the question that you posted us last week. I started asking people, and they everyone was just getting mad at me. <laughs> That's like, why would so you pissed. do this to me? I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, I'm still trying to figure this out. Like, this is so <laughs> fucking hard. I was drunk and you asked me that question last week, and I was livid. I was like, fuck you, dude. I'm trying to enjoy my time, not think about anything. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Bullshit, dude. So, wait, do you guys have an answer to more doors or wheels, though? No! Go doors. Go doors. <laughs> no, I don't. Final answer, doors. <laughs> there's no wheels have... in my apartment, but there's 10 doors in my apartment. Are you sitting on a chair with wheels on it? Casters? Fuck you. <laughs> there's Okay, fine. Hold on. So, I have wheels on my TV What was invented so first, the cool. wheel or the door? The wheel. So, I'm going wheels. End of story. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's it. <laughs> That's it. I don't give a shit. Like, I, that, that's the dumbest explanation ever, there's, but that's what I'm going with. There's nine wheels in my apartment, and there's ten doors. Yeah, but you also, your car has five wheels, and you only have four doors. Six wheels, and only, I only has four doors. I only have two doors on my car. Oh, yeah, you, have six, you have six wheels in your car and two doors. Six wheels? Kind of car steering wheel. Wheels. Steering wheel and spare. Oh, count. That's not a fucking wheel. Blow it's me. a wheel, dude. It's called, it's a, it's called a steering wheel. Oh, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> fuck you. Alex is so done with you. <laughs> oh, wheel. I said wheel. Like I said, wheel was invented first. Wheel. That's my, mm. that's my explanation. Would you right count there. a cap to a Gatorade bottle as a wheel? <laughs> wheel no? cheese? Wheel of cheese? Yeah, that would count. I don't have a wheel of cheese, though. Who has a wheel of cheese in their house if you're not a chef? Like, uh, even if I, you're a chef, personally, who's carrying around people a wheel of cheese? Me, I don't know. If you told me I'm, I'll sell you a wheel of Parmesan for fucking like a hundred dollars, I'd probably buy it. I don't think those are going for a hundred dollars. I think they're going. Those for are going a for like thousands more. Not, that's what I'm thousands. saying. I'm not gonna pay more than a hundred dollars for cheese. And if you're getting a hundred dollar wheel of cheese, that's probably shit. Where is this going? <laughs> I don't want to answer your dumb question, so we're bringing it to this. Jeez. Wait, oh, Liz. Thought- Blades of grass or hair? I was going to somehow round this in the poop because this is where Oh, my God. So, two things. I had dinner with my parents for the first time since, like, September last night, mid-pasta. And I was like, fuck, I I can't eat this much cheese because, you know, where that leads. Um, And then I was talking to Adam today, my buddy that I'm running a half marathon with. I'm like, what are we going to do for dinner tomorrow, man? Like, I'm not planning. I won't land until 8. Flight's probably going to get delayed because it's going to rain all day in Chicago. He's like, oh, we'll probably carbo load. I'm like, what, you just want me to run around with a five-pound brick of shit? Like, that's just what's going to happen. I can't eat pasta unless there's at least a pound of cheese on it. Why not? Because it makes it taste better. 
Just don't, just go, just one time, don't eat that much cheese. Just put a little marinara on it, you're good to go. But it won't be the same. The marinara. <laughs> the gabagoo. <coughs> oh, fuck. The Dude, ba- mute yourself. God damn it. The sign that says of what the guy holding his hand like this, don't feed the goats. It's like, don't speak Italian to the goats. <laughs> don't speak Italian to the goats. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I'm going to, final answer, hair. <laughs> Blades of grass. But like, why though? Because you see, what had happened was, um, Earth made in grass form. People not made grass first. Grass was invented first, bro. That's all I gotta say. Just like the wheel, it's my only argument I got. <laughs> Was grass on the first day or the second day? None. Are we talking like biblical or something? Right Are we now? talking biblical? Because yeah, I, I don't know saying, biblical stuff. I'm, I'm not a biblical person. I'm not. I'm neither am I. I was just <laughs> trying to be ignorant. <laughs> what are you talking about? The first day was light, I believe. If my CCD has failed me, that was taught by my father, so I didn't have to go to someone else's house to do it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Have that, to was, that was an excuse. He goes. Yeah, dude, we're having CCD at, at our house with, like, all of our neighbors or whatever. I'm like, why does it have to be at our house? He goes, so I don't have to fucking send you to some cracks, like, quackhead's house so to learn was, about religion. So he was the quackhead then? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> He's not, like, a religious guy at all. He's just like, fuck it, I don't want someone else teaching my kid about this shit. That's <laughs> fair. Like, you could have, like, not signed me up, too. That would have been nice. <laughs> Now we're on to religion. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, 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 all right. Off the rails again. All right. So um, I got my questions out for you guys. So that's all I got. Um, but yeah, I think going back to this upcoming weekend, I'm excited for this this card. It should be a banger. Not yeah. going to be able to watch any of it. It's going to be awesome. What do you got going on? Right, I'm doing pictures of a baseball game for the baseball team here. Doing softball. Then I'm going to uh, blind hockey, and then I'm yeah, and then I'm doing uh, and I'm doing more photos. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a hefty day on Saturday for me, and yeah. I can't really afford to miss this weekend because this is like just make sure your bets are placed. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, so it's yeah. every single sport covered in one day. It'd be perfect day for me to go out and take photos. So that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm hoping we make some good money on this so that way. When March Madness gets into total full swing, we have money have to money lose. Left. We'll have money to lose. You know, we'll have take, left. I've been we'll on take, every single game so far today. <laughs> we'll take our UFC profit and shove it down the drain because March Madness. The volunteers are winning. That's all I'm going to say. Whoa. Volunteers. The Vols. Volunteers. I'm, I'm, I like the Lady Vols. I think it's a better name. Volunteers. And the spiders for the win. <laughs> so my my supervisor my supervisor at work was making a bracket um, based on um, based on who would win in a fight one on one. So the first matchup, dude, silence your phone, man. What are you talking about? That's not my phone. No, Mike. It's not mine either. Someone just pinged. Just me. Well, that was my that was my computer, but I didn't oh, get to hear it. No, oh, this it went fucking through my guy. headphones. Oh. It went oh, through my fucking headphones. On. I can't do that. 
Horrible. So the computer. <laughs> How am I supposed to mute that? So the fucking computer sucked my dick. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, so he took, so it was Baylor versus, I don't even know, Norfolk. So he said, all right, a bear would beat a Spartan, I guess, was his logic. I so then, how big the bear is. I guess. So then he's, so then eventually it came down to UCLA, the Bruins against the Baylor Bears. And since he saw that UCLA had a live bear as their mascot in the 50s, he chose UCLA. Which I guess, all right, fair enough. You had to find, you had to find a tiebreaker somewhere. So yeah, then, they're the same fucking animal. So then, in his final four, he has the Michigan State Spartans against the UCLA Bruins, and he took the Michigan State Spartans. Well, Spartans. So well, so is so is the Bruins. Uh, I guess, but, but like, but so is so is a uh, uh, Norfolk State. They're the Spartans. They're not Spartan. Wait, so, okay, so I get your point. He had them already beating a Spartan, but then losing to a Spartan. Yeah, they had he had the better bear, the Bruins, losing to Spartans. So like, he what? had Baylor losing, or he had Baylor beating the Spartans. Yeah, so I was like, what What? What kind of logic like, is that? No consist- consistency. He was saying, his argument was that Norfolk is on the beach and Spartans were terrible around water during the Peloponnesian Wars. And Michigan State is near and bears land. aren't terrible in water? <laughs> That's what I said. No, bears like... in water. That's where they eat. Yeah, like in a creek. Not an ocean. They're not an ocean. Good point. Good point. Bears, bears get smoked by the Spartans in the ocean. They'd be like, the bears would be trying to fucking float and just, just throwing fucking spears at that motherfucker in the ocean. Are you kidding me? It's a wild episode. Yeah. Well, we haven't <laughs> done this in like two, three weeks. Yeah, we yeah, had a we lot to get, get out. Crazy out. Oh, oh, I had one last thing, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, song. no. Beans. 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 Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking remember it the second we get off. Bread. Second like I do the Scott Regiment shirt, by the way. What's up? Like the Scott Regiment shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. Wings of Freedom, baby. Represent, represent yes, all sir. weaves. Represent all weaves, baby. Let's go. Uh, see, they give us bad names, man. We're normal. Kind We're of. normal people. We're normal what is, people. What is happening? See, you this guy even You're know. not a weave. You're not a weave. You don't understand. You don't know. You don't I know. I guess I'm not a weeb. Jeez, I don't even know if I consider myself one, but I probably could be for sure. What is a you weave? You should see my laptop. Anime uh, kid. Oh. Yeah. It's a mean name to call anime kids. Weeps. Yeah, because there's fucking weirdos out there. You can all say that. There's weirdos out there who buy body pillows of fucking anime. Yeah, girls and no, I'll them. never get to that level. I just, no, it's no. funny. <laughs> what are you guys then? We're people that like TV shows. It's like literally that like adult cartoons. Yeah, like there's there's us and then there's like hentai. It's completely different level. <laughs> okay, there's a wide range between us and hentai. like. <laughs> Yeah, like I get. I was gonna say, like, what's the what's the difference? Like, how close are we uh, talking here on the spectrum? Very, very far okay, away. So, guys, <laughs> here another me, universe, and this is the bottom. <laughs> me and Mike are like here, bottom, here. So, We're like, not every, at so like you, you okay? You enjoy the occasional like no, boob no, here and there. No, no, no is what you're no, telling me. No, because no, there there no. was a little bit of separation there from the bottom and you. And then the last well, because we like up. anime, like it goes anime fan. It's good TV, Lee. Weeb, body pillow, hentai. 
<laughs> Wouldn't you think that hentai would be farther down than we like? Because like, I feel like no. the guys with the no. body pillows are definitely. No. I've never right, seen like, that shit in my life. I've never even googled it because yeah, I just I don't, don't want to see it. What, what's the point of seeing Naruto point of seeing, anything? God damn it. <laughs> what's the point of seeing animated drawn titties when I could look at an actual rack? Of I completely tits? I completely agree. You, you know what I'm like, saying? It doesn't make like, any doesn't, sense to me. Doesn't it, there's no like there's no, no sustenance for well, me. Well, you can't you kind of can't find them attractive, dude. Every like anime chick's like 16. That's that too. Like that's just watching for the plot cuz the plot's actually good, but in yeah. the fucking bachelor any day of the week. But also like <laughs> If you think about it statistically, well, I try to make us look bad right now, dude. I'm not trying to say I watch anti porn, bro. You're the one saying that, not me. Um, exposed. (laughs) Well, like, I've seen, like, like, when you look at like the view counts on those, like, have you seen like the view counts on those? Yeah, that's pretty much insane. It's It's pretty much all Asia, dude. But, like, there's no way, there's no way we don't know someone who's watched that. Uh, yeah, I guarantee you we do. I know for sure I do. But what like, you do, Alex? Wait, you watch hentai? Mike? No, like I'm saying, like I guarantee you, we do know someone that has seen it before. Oh no, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah like I guarantee yeah. you, I've met someone that has seen it before. I've never seen it personally, but like I guarantee, I bet you, like someone it, in like, our come friend up on group the home has page. watched it for a good laugh. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Uh, I've seen this it is like not a parents I've, podcast. I've seen it like pop up on the homepage, but like never. I've never even seen it on my homepage. Like, how is that possible? I've never. I seen don't it know. They know me pretty either. well, though. Hey, and you know, and you know, Andrew, there's this thing called cookies, and they track what you do on the website. Oh no! So, so they do recommended, and they show you recommended on there. And if you're seeing anime stuff, oh, buddy, I don't know. What to yeah, I've never you. seen. It. I, they've never rec- recommended me that. So, oh no. They have recommended me some weird shit before, but nothing. You want to know why, Andrew? You want to know why? They're racially profiling you. You're Asian. Asian. All right. And they're just like, fuck it. Throw some hentai at him. He'll probably like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Asian. I'm glad you said it. I'm Asian. I can say this. Totally Asian. It's okay. Yeah. I I can't say it. It's the the tentacles that that get get me. It's like eating calamari, huh? That's got to be like a whole other thing to it too, probably. Like, there's probably different levels of severity when it comes. You know we we're not talking. About we don't have to really get into that. We're not talking about this. Let's we're move. leaving Let's, this all we're gonna, in the we're episode. Really get the wrong audience. We're trying to get. Uh, dude, how did this go from UFC to the top? You know, a big spike in China. <laughs> <laughs> this one was insane. This is one of the cre. This is, but this has to all- be our craziest episode. Lead to tentacle porn. Okay. End of, com- <laughs> end of the podcast. Thanks for watching, guys. Come, Come follow, like tell minutes. your friends about us. All right. Uh, you know, maybe in the near future, we'll get some social medias out there so we can talk to you guys. I have thought about that. Um, Alex, you got, Alex, can you set that up? Um, we'll probably do a Twitter. It's the easiest one to run, easiest one to talk to people. Instagram's a little harder. So we'll probably By do trolls. Uh, yeah. Send them my address. <laughs> You know, come listen to the podcast. Preferably listen to it to him by yourself. Tell your friend to listen to it by himself and not with friends so that they can all listen to, them, to it too, you know, preferably. And um, thanks for joining the podcast. My name is Alex Lee. I'm here with my uh, two best friends, Michael Grosh and Andrew Lee, which is my brother. And this is a beautiful time to be alive. And you guys have a great night. All right. Good night. <laughs> Yo, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> good night. Have a good weekend.